Hi, this is Regeline Sabat, also known as Gigi, and you're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. My guest today is Mark Stefan Puller. Mark is a self-leadership and transformation expert. Welcome to the show, Mark. Gigi, it's absolutely wonderful to be with you today. I'm looking forward to an interesting conversation. Likewise, it's an honor to have you here today. Now, why don't you start off by telling us more about you and where you are from? I am from Birmingham in the United Kingdom. I'm named Mark Stephen Pula, the Global Profile Builder. I'm a PR expert, digital media and digital marketing. I'm the founder and editor-in-chief of MSP News Global and TMSP Agency, a premium media and PR agency. I'm also an inspirational speaker. I often speak in schools around bullying, drug awareness, mental health, body image issues and sexuality. And I'm also an international best-selling author. I love it. I think that's enough there for you. (laughs) Absolutely. Now, you mentioned speaking to schools about recovering drug addiction and also bullying. So you are a recovering drug addict and also a bullying survivor. Talk to us about both experiences a little bit. Bullying was all through my childhood. So right from the age of five, I was different at school. I got singled out. I got called names. So every day I would get called things like, big chin, big ears, gay, queer. So my education suffered and I started to play up at school to calm the bullying down. So I left school with a really bad education. As for drug side of things I started drug taking at the age of 15 it started on soft drugs to start with GG and by the age of 21 I was addicted to crack cocaine and heroin I went out on a party night out with friends I tried a new party drug having the time of my life one minute and the next minute I woke up in hospital I had just collapsed and died from drug use. Bruises all up my arms where adrenaline had been pumped into me to bring me back to life. A shaven chest where shock pads had been used on me. I was living a bad life, Gigi, that was going nowhere. And it was a very slow road to recovery as well. You are such an inspiration, Mark, and honored to have you a part of the Global Virtual Panel of Bullying Survivors event, and that's on February 18th, and then also the Global Virtual Panel of Recovering Drug Addicts event on January 7th, and that's at 5 p.m. Eastern. Now, Mark, you are also a domestic violence survivor and advocate. Talk to us a little bit more about your experience. So with domestic violence, Even from a young age, my parents used to argue quite a lot and it could turn into fights as well. My mum was no angel. My dad was no angel. They were very young themselves. But from a young age, I do remember lots of arguing and fighting. But personally, 
I have been involved in a couple of relationships that were narcissistic relationships. And I remember as well, I came out of one narcissistic relationship and within a few months, I ended up in another narcissistic relationship. Firstly, I want to talk about the relationship I was in when I had a partner for five years. He was an alcoholic. Now, he was the greatest person you could ever meet. But when he would have a drink, he would get very violent and start fighting. Now, I am a great person. I am not a fighter. But if someone is starting a fight on you, you do have to defend yourself and you can find yourself in a fight even though you don't want to fight. And that is the horrible thing about domestic violence. So that was a really hard process. But I've got to say he was a great person, but he really did have a really severe drug, uh, drink problem but the one I would like to talk about the most GG I met a partner and it went great for about a month or so a whirlwind romance and the person I had met decided to go traveling to Thailand I was still here in the UK and so I decided after a couple of months to go out to Thailand on my own to spend time with him. Now, we had spent a few months together and it was great while we were here in the UK. I had never been travelling on my own, never got on a flight on my own. So I flew to Thailand on my own and Cambodia to meet up with the partner that I had here in the UK. And I got there and for a few days it was a great experience. But then within a few days, I started to see a lot of red flags, bearing in mind I was in Thailand for three weeks. And after a few days, I was noticing he was looking at guys online while I was sat there with him. He was ignoring me, leaving me in hostels or hotels on my own. I found out later he was going off to meet other people um, in a sexual kind of way. And I remember I couldn't eat the whole of this time. I went so thin while I was away, suffering with really bad nerves. Um, he was saying things to drag me down, really be nasty to me. He kept on saying he was going to leave me and that I should just carry on travelling on my own. Now, I'm a lot more used to travelling now. I've done a lot of personal development and self-improvement over the last 10 years. So that would not scare me now. 
but I hadn't traveled before on my own. I'd got flights on my own. And it, he was threatening to leave me in Thailand on my own to do my own thing, go our separate ways. And I was so, so scared. It was like a big fear. Please don't leave me. Please don't leave me. And it was like he was playing mind games with me. I remember that time was so traumatic. I probably lost around a stone in a couple of weeks. I was petrified he was going to leave me. It was psychological abuse. It wasn't anything fighting wise. Only I remember one night we went out and had drinks and it was back in my wilder days. And in Thailand, you're allowed to have cannabis and magic mushrooms. And I remember we had had some magic mushroom shakes in Thailand. And I woke up the day after. I could not remember anything. I'd got bruises all over my arms, all over my legs. I couldn't feel the one side of my body. And I remember he was being really nice to me and I could not remember what had happened. I just must have blacked out. So I don't know what happened that night, but the fact that he was trying to be nice the day after, I am guessing something really bad between us, like an argument. There were wooden steps outside the wooden lodge that we were staying in, and I may have been pushed down those or something like that. I had bruises all down my arms. But I want to share as well, domestic violence is not always physical sometimes the mental abuse and the torture and the mind games that they play on you it can really really damage you gg very powerful now you mentioned red flags as well what are some of those red flags that folks should be aware of so with narcissistic abuse, red flags, normally they're very charming when they first meet you and they kind of really love bomb you in the beginning stages. So they will be overly nice. And if you get that gut feeling, this seems a little bit too good to be true listen to that gut feeling because it normally is too good to be true. Other warning signs could be things like triangulation, which is where they will bring someone else in to make you feel jealous. So you may look over at them and they will have someone next to them and it will look like they're having a really great time. They might not even know that person, but what they're doing, they're using triangulation to make you jealous. Another real great warning sign to look out for is definitely uh, I forgot the term that's used for it it will come back to me shortly but it's where they deny your reality can you remember the term for this gaslighting 
gaslighting. So it's where they will swear black is blue. So you may some say something like, why did you do this to me? And the person will turn around and say, I didn't do that. It was you that did that. But because she, narcissists wear you down, you start to doubt your own reality because your self-confidence is really low. You can suffer stress, anxiety, depression, PTSD, and they, they do create a trauma bond with you as well. So what they will do, they will be really nice to you, send you gifts, be really charming and make you feel really special. And they will do that for a long time. They pull you in, pull you in. And then all of a sudden, they will be nasty to you and discard you. And what that does, that that kind of that kind of makes you go back to old traumas that you have had in your past. And it really makes you have a bond with the person that is doing it to you. You really feel a connection. It feels really electric and you really feel addicted. It's like an addiction to that person. Are you relating to me at all here, Gigi? Absolutely. As you know, I'm also a domestic violence survivor and advocate. And you mentioned strangulation, which is actually the number one cause of death in those type of relationships. And I, I just spoke with a woman just yesterday who, who talked about she wishes that she was aware of domestic violence and she was educated about it. So it really starts with the expert leaders in their community to really educate others and raise awareness about it. So I really appreciated you for touching base on everything that you did in regards to domestic violence today. Now, what is your best advice to the audience for, for maybe those who have been through domestic violence or are witnessing a loved one going through it right now? So firstly, I'd just like to close on narcissists kind of dangle a carrot and you're always trying to reach and get a hold of the carrot. But let me tell you, you never get there. It is all a game. So my advice for anyone suffering with any kind of domestic violence, domestic abuse, firstly, it's important that you start to see the signs, look out for the red flags, educate yourself. YouTube is such a great resource. Now, when you start educating yourself on narcissism, psychopaths, how their mind works, you learn all the manipulative tricks that they have been using on you because it's like they're all looking at the same magic book of tricks. They all use the same techniques. I didn't know some of these games techniques that they use, but when I started watching YouTube, I was like, triangulation, yes, they he used that on me. Mirroring is another one where they mirror you so that you really feel connected to them. So they will even copy the way you speak 
or copy your mannerisms so that they mirror you, so yet that you feel that there's a connection. So YouTube is really important so that you can educate yourself and learn about this disorder, any kind of cluster B disorders. And you educate yourself and you start to realise that you are being manipulated. That does not mean that straight away you will be able to walk away. But once you are aware, you have power and knowledge to know when you are being manipulated. Never suffer alone. Another thing that narcissists and abusers do, they will want you all to themselves. So you will cut yourself off from family members. You will just be bonded to them. And you may have lost friends. You may not be talking to family. My advice is don't cut people off. Talk to a friend, a mentor, a family member, someone that you trust and really never suffer alone. But I think education is really, really important. And also know that you are being manipulated. So if someone is really gaslighting you, or whatever you're saying, they're making sneering comments. Just don't argue back. In your mind, just think to yourself, there they go again, trying to trying to discount me, trying to make me feel less than, because once you are aware you can see through the manipulation it's a slow road to recovery it won't be easy but take those first steps in educating yourself and speaking to someone never 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 suffer alone and also it depends on how abusive the situation, because there are many levels of scales to narcissists. And it's important that you learn how to not put up with the behaviour, but there are ways that you can act that will make the situation a lot better. So the worst thing you can do to narcissists is to argue with them to say that they're wrong and you're right. You will never win an argument with a narcissist. So learning how to control your behaviour so it doesn't really irritate them can make it a better situation if you are staying in the relationship. But I would always advise with a narcissist, as soon as you they have showed you who they are, believe them believe them and get out of that situation because they are all the same. They can be very, very abusive and it is all a game. It's all mind games 
and it could take you 12 months, it could take you a couple of years to get over the trauma bonding. But my number one tips today definitely are to educate yourself and learn about narcissism and never suffer alone. Reach out to a friend, mentor or a family member and just share what you are going through and make it some sure it's someone that you trust. Amen. Never suffer alone. Now, someone from the audience says, once we are aware of anything and when we take the first steps in any situation, we become educated and exactly. are toxic. Exactly. And you may not leave straight away, but once you know all of the techniques like mirroring, gaslighting, triangulation and all the other trick of books, you soon become aware that they are just using manipulation tactics on you and that gives you power. It gives you power over them because you can no longer be manipulated. But my biggest tip for today, work on yourself, start loving yourself, work on personal development, self-improvement, work on knowing your own worth. Because let me tell you, after that narcissistic relationship, I was shattered. I had lost all self-confidence. I had it rock bottom, but I put myself into self-improvement, personal development. I'm still doing that today, eight or nine years later. And I know now narcissists will not be able to get me because I know my boundaries. I know my self-worth. So it's really important not to lose who you are because that's so, so easily to do. So start working on yourself and self-improvement and find your own value because then narcissists will not be able to get to you. That's right. Very uplifting. Now, a lot of times individuals believe that it cannot happen to them. Let's say, for example, they may be a doctor or they may be they may be in, in surgical school. They may be in, in law school. And as you know, my story, I was in law school at the time it happened. So, Mark, what do you tell those folks who do not believe that it can happen to them? Unfortunately, that is a big myth and we all feel like that. We all think it will never happen to us. But unfortunately, narcissists are very charming. They know how to get in with you. And it doesn't matter of your education, how much money you've got, what job you do, how successful you are. Some of the most successful people in the world have been manipulated by narcissists. It is not just people with low self-worth that do unfortunately get grabbed by narcissists and abuse. It can happen to anybody, Gigi. Very important key words you touch base on there. It can happen to anyone. Now, 
again, someone from the audience says, even in business relationships, there is no reason to stay in a position that gives a narcissist permission to treat you less than. That is a perfect point. And there are lots of narcissists in the business world. So you have to be very careful. For instance, I was involved in a big scam, an investment scam. They were really clever scammers. Now, these scammers scammed really professional, successful people who were really well-educated but these were true scammers that were really narcissistic. And it just goes to show it does not matter who you are. You can be manipulated. So you have to be so, so careful, even in business and friendships and family as well, because some people have narcissism in families you have to show and know your boundaries. Amen. Know your boundaries. Now, Mark, you are also a suicide attempt survivor. Walk us through that moment you decided not to end your life. So to be authentic, I'm all about being authentic, Gigi. I have never... I have never tried to slash my wrists or anything like that. But there have been times in my life where I did kind of wish I wasn't here. And I have always had a strong mindset and I have never felt I could go through with committing suicide. So I did never try and attempt suicide but there have been times where I felt I really don't want to be here. I would be better if I was just dead. I've got nothing to live for. But let me tell you, people, it's OK to feel that way. I'm sure there are millions and millions of people, a lot more than we properly probably even realise, that do have these kind of thoughts, mental health is universal so many of us have suffered with it um so that is what i'd like to share there that i have never tried to do it physically but i have had those thoughts gg thank you for sharing that with us mark very powerful now what gives you the most joy mark <sighs> this sounds really corny I absolutely love the work I do in media and PR. I It's not like a job. It's like my life. I absolutely love it. It's my baby. I absolutely love serving people. I really, really love serving my clients, making them really happy. I love going out and speaking. I always share my story. I like to share the good, the bad and the ugly just to show people that I am an ordinary guy that comes from a really traumatic past. And to show people no matter of your past or present circumstances, you can create a better future reality. And 
I love speaking. I love going into schools. That really makes my heart sing. I love spending time with close friends, going out and having a drink and a dance occasionally. And I absolutely love spending time with family and my pet dog, Lily. Those are all the things that give me joy. I love it. Now, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? Walking with purpose, I think it's so important that you make an impact in this world, no matter what you have been through, your story, people need to hear it. And I think share your stories. I think that is so, so important. So I would say walk on purpose, share your story, the good, the bad, the ugly. Also know your values and know your worth. So I stand for honesty, trust, loyalty, love, and I stand by those values every single day. My business values are very different, but it's important you know your values, but it's also important that you know your inner value and you know your worth. And I think anything is possible. It starts with positive, empowering belief systems, making better choices, repetition, big action, and any future reality can be achieved. Amen. Know your values and your worth. Very powerful. Thank you, Mark. Now, where can the audience find you? So if anyone would like to connect with me, they can simply go to www.contactmark.me. That's contactmark.me. They can also go to my amazing publishing platform, mspnewsglobal.com mspnewsglobal.com. If they do go to www.contactmark.me, all of my social media platforms are on that link and everything is on there to schedule a meeting, a call, email me. So the best place to go to is contactmark.me. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Mark on all of his websites. That's contactmark.me and also again, mspnewsglobal.com. And Mark, thank you again for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. You have a great day. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity, Gigi. You're welcome.